This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to episode eight of House of Lords Podcasts. Um, we are your hosts. This is Nicole. And this is Armani. Salutations, guys. This is Cynthia. And uh, thank you for coming back and listening. I um, really want to say thank you to everyone who has listened over the past couple episodes. Appreciate the feedback that we've gotten. You know, we definitely are open to any suggestions, things like that. Um if you like what you hear, we definitely, you know, appreciate the support. Hit subscribe, like, follow. You can subscribe on our website, houseofblurs.com. Um, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, hit like, subscribe, you know, give us some ratings, drop some comments. Those things are awesome. Helps to get it out there a little bit more as well. Um and, you know, if, if you are able to, you know, check out our, our Patreon. There is a link to our Patreon on the website, on the House of Blurs website. Um, you can find it attached to any of the actual article that we post. It's on the main page. Um, you can, you know, drop a donation there, show some support. Um, or if you just want to do it one time, there's a link to our PayPal as well. Um, you know, we appreciate the support. You know, we're looking forward to bringing some... Great, great content your way as far as, you know, a little better production, some bigger things we have in the works coming up, few conventions, things like that. And, you know, we want to be able to continue to bring you some good stuff. So um, definitely check that. Check out our Patreon. We've got some exclusive content coming to our Patreon um, and some giveaways on there. So if you like free swag, you know, we definitely will say thank you for any uh, support. But, yeah, even if you can't donate... Hey, just share, share with a friend, tell somebody, rate, like, that's, you know, that's also some great support, and we really appreciate that as well. Um, so, yeah, so this week, well, first off, let's rewind, because we had some shit we needed to talk about last week, and oh, week that before, we <laughs> that we totally missed. So, as we said, you know, this is a week in progress, this is week eight, episode eight. So, you know, we still making our way through this. Working out some kinks. Working out some kinks, for sure. So, I'm going to, you know, just quit on my and spend a lot of time on it. But I do want to quickly rewind back to that shit with um, Ninja and Twitch. Oh, um, with him not playing with female gamers? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to take a couple seconds to say the dude's a bitch. Like, first <laughs> off, <laughs> your explanation was just a bitch-ass explanation to say that I don't play with gamers because I don't want chicks hitting on me because I don't want to cause any issues with my relationship to me that just screams your ass did some fuckboy shit and got caught and got caught by your girl (laughs) and now you're you're not allowed to play with female like she don't want you online and that's cool like if you choose to take that stand because you know you slipped up you got big got famous real quick he's young 
It's cool. It happens. I get it. But don't sit here and try and make it seem like chicks are just out here going after you. Yeah, because like that's like that's real fucked up. Number one, um, it's hard enough being a female gamer. Yes, and you know, not even just a female gamer, female nerd, just a female appreciator of anything. People want to constantly come at your neck and question your legitimacy, which is bullshit. So for a guy with his platform. And the amount of young people he has looking at him to come out and say something like that really sends a terrible message to young kids, especially young boys. Um, if you're not secure in your situation, or basically you said your girl's not secure in your situation, that's all. That's a whole other problem. Yeah, but don't try to just, put that on female gamers. Yeah, just just say that outright. Yeah, or just don't say nothing at all. There's that too. That's that's always an option. It's just to shut up. So yeah, true. You don't need an explanation for everything. Basically, you don't. You know, want yeah. So, that was just a quick recap on that. Because <laughs> we, we did miss that like two weeks ago. And I definitely wanted to come back to that. Because the last couple weeks, there's just been a lot of nonsense online about females in gaming spaces, nerd spaces, comic books, all kinds of things. And it it's exhausting to try to even fight back against some of that just ignorance ass thought process but then you get to a point where you realize you know what if people are just going to be that ignorant then just let them just doing it because you just can't fix stupid sometimes so uh yeah so on to uh some of the was there anything else you wanted to backtrack to um that we missed um you never dropped your pokemon gamer tag Oh, I did not drop my Pokemon Gamer Tag, and I totally don't have it up right now. Okay, so hey, if you're still playing Pokemon Go, and you want some friends, feel free to add me. <laughs> um, I'm still looking for, you know, more friends. I could always use more gifts. Um, and, you know, give out some more gifts. I definitely pass on the love. So, what is my Pokemon Gamer like Tag? Now, you just said this in, like, totally... Put that on the spot. I can never find this, like, when I'm legitimately trying to find it. I think if you click on your avatar, it pops up. Yeah, it does. I got it. Okay, so, feel free to add me on Pokemon Go. The number is 9863-8168-8479. Yeah, feel free to share my trainer code and (laughs) add me. And if I ever ever re-download Pokemon Go, I'll be sure to share mine. (laughs) Yeah, you can add me too. Like I said, then I got gifts I gotta accept. Um, oh, my bag is full. I'm not this really is... a Pokemon fan, so. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you didn't even uh, like Pokemon like that. The only one you knew was Pikachu, Charmander. No. There was a time, but um, yeah. So, <laughs> alright, yeah. What else? Any, any other back things we need to clear up or address? Oh, you, you, you shouted out your Pokemon Go gamertag. I'm about to give out my Doken Battle. Um, if any of you guys out there play uh, Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle, um, you feel free to add me as a friend. Let me pull up my information. <laughs> um, <clears throat> First off, what is this Dragon Ball Z sorcery that you over there playing? <laughs> Basically, you collect, you collect characters and you level them up. Um, so you collect Dragon Ball Z characters like you collect Pokemon? Basically. Kind of, in a way. Huh. And then you make your team, deba- um, depending on what characters you have, what their skills are. Mobile games are coming up. I mean, obviously, there's some super legitimate mobile games out there. 
And I previously mentioned that there was one I was playing for a while that it was just too much that consumed my life for a while. And yeah, they they can be addicting, especially because we always have our phones in our hands. Yeah. So it's so easy to just start playing something and then you're like absorbed in it. That's why I had to get rid of Pokemon Go. But um, my Dokken Battle friend name, if you want to add me, is Griff Guts, G-R-I-F-F-G-U-T-Z. Um, shout out to Berserk fans. So yeah, you can add me on that if you guys decide to download the game and play. Check it out. It's kind of awesome. So, on to this week's topics. First off, uh, so Sony is continuing their stance on they are not making their great games cross-platform. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this. Like, I get you... First off, Sony is not hurting. Like, there's... No one is... Sony has solidified their space in gaming. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. They're not going to disappear. They're not going to become Atari or Sega. (laughs) So, it's like, we're good. Like, you are... You're secure. You're good. Yeah. There's there's a big three in gaming. Let's... It's... There's only... There's a big three. It's Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Like, that's what it is. They're not going anywhere. So, at this point... You've got so many people wanting to play. Okay, so evidently Cleo, our cat, wants to be on the podcast this episode too because she's going to barge in here and do her thing. So if you hear cat calls in the background, that's what's going on there because she wants attention right now. Um, but anyway, so like, damn, make the damn games cross platform already. Yeah, I, I personally, I mean, we we own both systems, so you know, if we want to play a game. But I don't buy everything on both systems, and I, I would not do that. Yeah. I mean, most of the co-op stuff I play is on the Xbox. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fortnite, at this point, is like... It's a huge game. Like, got multiple people playing it. I don't, like, I just, I don't see the harm in it. Neither, neither do I. Like, you're not, you're not really gonna lose anything. If anything, like, I mean, I feel like that would make people... Want to buy the game more. Yeah. Like, that would make me more excited. Like, oh, I can finally, you know, I have a PlayStation. I can play with my friends who have Xbox and who have Switch. And, like, come on, Sony, just, just make it happen already. Yeah, just let it, let, let gamers be great. <laughs> there was actually, this conversation had actually come up about a week or so ago as well. Um, I actually don't remember fully what game it was that was talking about pulling some stuff off of Sony. Like, they were to the verge of issuing an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Of like, and it might have been Fortnite, of make it cross platform or we're pulling our crap, and I think that would be that would be a huge one for Sony to lose. Now I mean, ain't nobody about to start throwing out their Playstations because they can't play Fortnite. Yeah, but come on, it just it just makes sense to be done already. Yeah, and it makes it easier for people because it's like you have those people that's like they're not going to invest in PlayStation Live because none of their friends have Playstations, so it's not like they could play with anybody. So, if anything, they're possibly making more money. Very true, because I don't have uh, <coughs> PlayStation Plus at the moment. Because I don't play online on PlayStation. But, so, Spider-Man came out this week. Shout out to everyone playing Spider-Man. I'm loving the Spidey love. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of screen caps on Twitter. <laughs> I've been watching people play. Like, this, this has made me watch people's streams. Like, I'm not... A person who normally watches people stream games, but I've been mm-hmm. checking out some people playing it, and I'm uh, like, I'm ready to sit out and play Spider Man. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I think the last Spider Man game I played was Spider Man Two, like back when Tobey Maguire was still Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. So what was it on? Like PS3? It was like PlayStation Two. I want to say it was still PlayStation. 
Remotes still had cords in them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been a minute. Um, the game, you know, got to play a little bit, as I mentioned before. So the little bit that I did play of it was dope. Uh, it's It looks amazing. I'm loving all of the screenshots. So there's that selfie mode in the game. Mm-hmm. These selfies that people are putting out that they're taking in the game are fucking awesome. I absolutely love them. I, what I really love is so many of the people who are taking pictures with the pride flags that they're finding in the game. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that today. Shout out to Insomniac for throwing those Easter eggs in there because we've there are so many conversations about why representation matters. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine being a little kid who's, you know, not come out... And you're playing your favorite video game, and you find, you know, you see a pride flag, like, put yeah. there. Basically making it a safe space for those kids. Exactly. Like, that's that's freaking awesome. Um, I've seen somebody post up a picture of a Spider-Man at a, his uncle's grave. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, so we, like, we're literally just spending time just going around finding stuff. <laughs> like, that was one of the best parts about the Spider-Man games, in my opinion. Like, I didn't even really play the storyline. I more just, I had fun just swinging around finding stuff. Wait till you play this one, because swinging around is legitimately swinging around. Um, it's, it's amazing how much movement this game had. The movement and the traversal, it's, it's amazing. So, like, it takes, it took me a second. Although, I mean, I was playing it in, like, not normal conditions. Yeah, so. saying, like, rush mode. <laughs> yeah, I was playing it rushed. So, um, didn't really get to take the time to really appreciate, like, figure out how to really move. So, I'm just, like, swinging in between buildings and falling off of shit. <laughs> so, um, that's a lot of fun, so. Yeah, for last thing, it's, like, it's a really beautiful game. And all the different costumes that you were talking about. Seeing some of those. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm ready to play it for that reason, too. Like, oh, I can't wait. So, Spider-Man out on PS4. It is a Sony exclusive. Someone sent me a meme or posted a meme. Um, <laughs> talking about that's the, uh, PlayStation's 4 Spider-Man is available on Xbox. And it was a screenshot of, like, Lego Marvels of Spider-Man <laughs> inside the Lego game on Xbox. <laughs> Xbox players can play a little Spider-Man. <laughs> a little Spidey action, too. Oh, put out a Lego Marvel Zero. Just play Spider-Man. Swing around the city a little bit. <laughs> Basically. Get your Spidey fix on. Uh, and music. So, music this week. Ooh, there's been a lot going on. And there has been. Are you talking about this in drama or actual just drops? Uh, drama. Drama. Like, let's be real. I mean, not saying I don't care about the drops, but the drama. Uh, it's definitely crazy. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so I wouldn't even start with that. But sure, let's start there. <laughs> um, I, I have to say I'm Team Cardi. I mean, I heard she wasn't even beefing with Nicki Minaj. I heard it was Ra Ali that she was beefing with. And I mean, she's part of Nicki's posse, so she was just kind of, Nicki was thrown in there. And I mean, you're going to get a better caption. Uh, you're going to get better views off saying Nikki versus Cardi rather than someone from Nikki's team versus Cardi. I mean, but Riley ain't just anybody. People people know. Like, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, then you know who Riley is. So, I mean, it ain't like she just... What a... Cardi B did post a post and she was basically addressing it. She had... <clears throat> she said, like, I let you sneak diss me um, and stuff like that. So it was like it's clear she was talking about Nikki. Yeah, yeah. It was clear. It was clear that that was 
it was it was definitely a nickname. Nicki Minaj does have a podcast too, so she'll be talking about it tomorrow, possibly if she does. I think it was. I don't. You know, I I heard. I know she has a podcast. I have not listened to it. Queen Radio. Yeah. Um. I don't know what night. It, I don't know when it airs, but I Thursday. think she addressed it on there. I listened to one of her podcasts, and it was kind of like, it was. I didn't really enjoy it because her attitude on it is kind of just annoying in a way. Huh. I mean, as a Nikki fan, as a Nikki <laughs> fan, I've always loved Nikki, but and it's like, you know, people say they're like, "Okay, I miss the old so and so." You know, I wish they would act like how they used to act, but Nikki has acted the exact same way her whole career. That's how I feel. She has. I feel like her music at this point has gone stagnant. Okay, so here's my grown-up reason why I don't like her. Uh, or at this point, why I have kind of fallen back as far as being a Nicki fan. When Meek went through the stuff he went through. Okay, I will never say a woman needs to stand by a dude when he's going through some shit. That's that's not the case at all. Like, if you feel you need to be out, then be out. That's cool. But here's my thing. As a black woman, um, watching a black man be wrongfully and just inappropriately treated by the justice system it's something that we see way too fucking often right now and in that aspect of it she should have either just said nothing or like where is your support like it's either just don't say nothing at all like you didn't just say anything negative about him you just could have just said fucking nothing um or I mean the fact is he was fucking railroaded like he was it was complete bullshit it's still you know he's still having to fight that situation and just I mean as a black woman it's like come on now we 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 too often have to watch black men um, young black men black children be completely mistreated when it comes to the justice system so yeah either be all black lives matter or just keep your mouth shut yeah, we, we have enough stuff that we have to deal with and that we see all the time, you know, young black men go through. So, that just shouldn't have to be another one of it. Like, people need to, to, to realize it's, it's bigger than this music. It's bigger than, you know, the art form. Like, there's real people's lives that are affected by it. So, you know, Meek, he's got money and he's, he's still, still being treated like every other black man. Yep. Um, and it's just crazy. That this shit goes on all the time. So it's, you know, all the people who've been put through what he's having to go through who don't have that, right? Who haven't been able to speak up and have had to deal with this. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on her at this point. Um, Yeah, I feel like she, at this point, she's just threatened. She knows her reign, quote unquote, is coming to an end. And at this point, she's just trying to stay on top for as long as she can. Yeah, going about it. I, I don't know. I feel like she's going about it the wrong way. I, I feel like yeah. she's starting to kind of go. Uh, what's the old boy with the colorful hair? Takashi six nine. Yeah, she she she's taking lessons from Takashi. Like I I feel like she's she's like oh well this kid this dude's been acting like a dipshit and you know trolling people and doing all this like and, and he's gotten big off of it like that's what that kid is known for yeah. and it's it's do it's working for everybody but everything that don't work for some people don't work for everybody like you just can't can't be doing that and you a grown woman like that's the thing you are a grown ass woman you got to do better yeah and then the nikki and cardi beef it all boiled down and someone said something about her her kid 
Yes. So that was the comments that Nikki's or that uh, Cardi put, like in her thing. Like you're not gonna say you're not gonna bring up her mothering and parenting skills. And I got to agree with Cardi on that one. Like you say what you want about her music, target her how she talk, whatever you're gonna do. But once you start bringing people's kids into it or parenting, yeah, you can't. You, you can't gonna get hands on sight. Yeah, you can't just go around bringing people's kids into arguments and not expecting anybody to pop off. Like, regardless of how classy you think someone should have been or how much money someone has, it's like, kids, it's just a topic that shouldn't be touched. Nope. Eminem's Kamikaze dropped. Uh, I heard the majority of it. I think I listened to to the bulk of it. Yeah, I listened to, the most for, to, to it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Initial reaction was like, okay, all right, Em, I see you. I, you know, enjoyed those initial tracks. But when you start really like listening to the shit he was saying, I was just like, okay, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> like <laughs> again, I feel it's a it's another legend falling off and not knowing when to just you know you're still the greatest. You can still be the greatest and just step away. You don't have to start all this unnecessary beef with people. Did you hear the um, diss track that I forgot his name? MGK made about him yeah i did i did not hear that though i heard it was crazy and you know, we went it, but i did hear joe button's podcast <laughs> um that first off was like the longest episode ever shout out to the joe button podcast you know friend of the show at jace um uh, totally gonna claim that now um but yo that oh man that was it was just so much real shit said in that and namely the fact of you know how slaughterhouse was signed to shady records and you did nothing to promote anybody who's ever, you know, been signed, that you've ever signed. And then once you really started thinking about it, look at it, you're like, oh, that's, that's real as fuck. Like, who has Eminem, like, ever really... Shouted out. Yeah, or helped. Uh, yeah, I feel like Eminem just kind of goes ghost for a while, drops an album, goes ghost again, comes back with an even more angrier album, so... <laughs> and it's like, that's cool, do that, but then you probably shouldn't talk shit about other people... Because then all of your shit's really going to be brought to light. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially like... I'm not even a lot of it. Like, I, I think Joe Budden barely probably touched the surface of all... And, I mean, he said... You know, he barely said... There's a lot of shit he could say about a lot of people that he ain't say. But he said what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was... Yeah, that was a real-ass podcast episode. And it was, it was pretty enlightening. Um, I did not particularly care for... The Tyler, the creator comments. Um, now, I just don't get it. It's like if, out of all the people to beef with, what what has Tyler the Creator done to Eminem? Like why? This is like this is like the Hobson versus Tyler the Creator thing, where it's like Tyler the Creator just minding his business. He's just doing great at this point, and you just calling him out for exposure, basically. And then to drop the f word. Um, in that same breath, it's like, all right, I mean, you, yeah, yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta gauge the room about the shit you're saying, and that's just, it's not cool anymore. It's not cool, it's not okay, um, to be saying it, and, uh, you know, I seen one thing where it was like, oh, well, he was just saying it because, saying that Tyler called himself the F word at one point in time, yeah. but, at the, you know what though, but at that time, you're talking about a young black kid who was struggling to come out, like, so he was trying to figure out how to make Tyler it. Tyler the com- creator is gay. Yes, or bisexual. 
um, or you know, try, he was trying to figure out how to really come out and be comfortable with it. So a lot of times when you don't know how you, when you're not comfortable with yourself, you make jokes about yourself, you say things about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's not for other fucking people to say. Like that's not some shit you come out of your mouth with. Yeah. So I did not like that at all. Um, did he call him a faggot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said the F word, you know, I wasn't going to say it. But I was kind of, like, confused. I was like, he said F you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yes, that's the word he used. <laughs> um, and I, I just don't feel like Eminem, Eminem's rap is not built for this climate, for this social climate. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say he can do it, but he just needs, it's, this was not the way it should have been. It's like, you don't need to prove to people who you... You don't need to prove that you're Eminem. Like, you're Eminem. <laughs> like, th- it really was, like, you just coming out here... Trying to prove yourself. Yeah, and it's like, no, you've already done that. Well, like, we know who you are. You're good. You don't need to sit here and spend a whole album talking shit about these young boys that we don't give a shit. Like, people... I don't care about half the young boys he talked about. Like, I don't care about them. I don't care for their music anyway. So, it's like, I really don't want to listen to you diss them for a whole fucking album like I don't come on now I would have rather you know you come with that quality of rap and actually been focused on something else focus that energy like just in a different way right so I you know I said on Twitter M's like one angry song away from <laughs> Call It Black to you know the n-word at this point like I mean that's what I'm saying I feel like <laughs> I feel like he, he's just not built like disrespect for Eminem you know, can't lie. I'm a very big fan of disrespectful Eminem, but it's like that was at a different time period when it's like all those, all those issues. It wasn't such a big deal to to hear somebody say that. Like it wasn't as problematic. You know what? And it's 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 funny you should mention that because it's like I was listening to an old Eminem song, and I thought about it at the time period that it was dropped. It didn't resonate with me the way it now resonates like my feelings hearing it now was just like oh wait a minute that's just completely fucking appropriate it's not okay real talk like going back and listening to um the song with him and dr dre the yeah like like actually listening to that now guilty conscience yeah i'm just like yo this song is completely fucking out of line and inappropriate but when it came out when it was released everybody was a bop like everybody was you know it's wild like yeah it's like oh okay you know everybody's singing it it was catchy this that and the other it was cute it was funny Although there are probably people who were, you know, my age then, <laughs> or probably like, this shit ain't cute and it ain't really funny. And it's like, okay, what the fuck are y'all listening to? So it's like now going back and looking at that, I'm just like, yeah, nah, this is not okay. Like, yeah. So, but that kind of, and that goes to why when people tell you something offends them or it bothers them. It's not your place to be like, oh, that's not offensive. You can't tell somebody how to feel and how to react to something. So, what I may not have found offensive 10, 15 years ago, now, you know, when you know better, you do better. Yeah, no, I'm not cool with that. Like, I'm not going to fucking rock. I'm not going to, I'm not playing it. Like, I'm just not going to rock to it. And people are allowed to change their mind. Like, you are allowed to grow and be like, oh, yeah, that shit may have been funny back then, but it's really not funny. Like, I don't find it funny anymore. It's, it's it's really not funny. So, the world definitely needs more positive music out. For real. Yeah. So at this point, 
I feel like it might be time for Slim Shady to just hang up the mantle. Because I'm very close to just listening to Disney soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that is so true. Honestly, that's how it feels now. Like, when we were going, we were road tripping. Felt like, it's like, okay, dang. Anything that's not some sad, depressing music is just angry, aggressive, and inappropriate. It's like, yeah, okay, so we're about to just listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. The mm-hmm. entire ride. we just listening to musical soundtracks. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, that's my jam. That's, yo, forever. Or rent. It's timeless. <laughs> but... So moving on from movie or music, uh, movies, that was one of actually things we meant to make a round back to from last week was the Oscars. The Oscars created the new category for popular film. Mm-hmm. We didn't really touch on that. We didn't, you know, talk about that. Basically, they're making a, oh, a mo- they're making a category for Marvel movies. Let's just call it what it is. I don't even think it's Marvel movies. I think it's <clears throat> specifically Black Panther. Yeah. They don't want to give a movie with just all all that blackness that what it boils down to just all that blackness the number one movie role yeah when it really deserves it like real talk and Chadwick Boseman came out and said that he's like I give us best picture or don't give us nothing at all like don't give us that runner up you know most popular prize. movie or whatever cause that that is totally it's negates the purpose of the Oscars like the Oscars were created for arts artistic and creativity in, in in movies so it's like to a popularity award just is is absurd yeah like this isn't the teen choice awards it, it's the oscars if you don't see black panther winning the award that um they're up for who would you want it to go to for or who picture? do you think deserves yeah who's the nominee for best picture look out, i'd have to go back and really look at what else came out last year um. <laughs> so that says enough. Yeah, basically, like, uh, no, I'm pretty sure Black Panther just deserves it. That might be something. The amount uh, of money it made. Well, that's not even, I mean, just too. this quality of film overall. Like, you can't. And going back and watching Infinity War. So, watch Infinity War and watch, like, the bonus and extra features and seeing that, like, that director's roundtable. That was a big deal, like, to have all in record. That was awesome. If you haven't checked, bought the Infinity War DVD, get the one that has the bonus features on it, and there's a great roundtable where it has the directors from all of the MCU movies uh, talking about the movies that they've done and just in response to each other. That's, that's a pretty awesome group to be able to be a part of, I'm pretty sure. But what are you about to say? So, apparently, what I just read, the Oscars decided to scrap that idea. Oh, okay. They're not doing it for the 2019 Oscars. All right, well... <laughs> this is what happens when you talk about shit a week late. <laughs> oh, but like Rosa, what else came out in twenty eighteen? Mm, dang, I'm like, let's see. I'm looking for the best picture category. I mean, the the nominations have not come out yet. Oh, and other, the nominations themselves haven't come out. But just Googling movies from 2018. First of all, why is Venom on this Google search? What is wrong with Google? This movie ain't even come out yet. Oh, wait a minute. With predictions so far. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm off. Not Google. <laughs> I was like, why is this coming up? 
Wait a minute. When did Black Panther come out? Beginning of this year. Damn. Wow. I, I really felt like it was like last year when Black Panther came out. That It did come out in February. Yeah. Because I was at school. Man. So we are actually still in... I think it's movies at least between... I think the closeout date might be like October or November. Of this year? Yeah. For the Oscars. So... The way I see it, possibilities for other best pictures could very. I mean, Black Klansman's not gonna get not gonna get nominated. They're not gonna give Spike Lee the best Oscar, best picture Oscar. That's just not gonna happen. Mm, depending on how that uh, the new movie A Star Is Born, the one with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, I can see that one. The uh, trailers look pretty good. You know, it looks pretty good, but you know, it's not Black Panther. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be the Dreamgirls thing all over again. Like, that Oscars to me was still a fucking sham and a robbery because Eddie Murphy should have got Best Actor and everybody knew that he was robbed that night, including the dude who won for Little Miss Sunshine. He knew he shouldn't have won. <laughs> still angry about that Oscars. But, yeah, I, I mean, don't what could squeeze it out could be something like that. Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie still has to come out. It's going to be one of the movies like that that's going to possibly... Push them out of the race. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll definitely get nominated, but it's going to be some bullshit like that. And I hate to say it because I haven't seen the movie yet, and it's probably a good movie, but I don't. I mean, Black Panther is the best movie of the year. Period. Um, and we've seen a few movies this year, so I can say that. Like, this has been... There's been a lot of stuff coming out, but... Yeah, it's been a while since Black Panther was released, so... And that's always a problem with the movies that release earlier in the year. You know what could possibly fuck around and take it? A Quiet Place. No, I don't. I don't see it. I like A Quiet Place was good, but it was it was lacking to me. Really? Even like I feel like it lacked <clears throat> an actual story. It was one of those movies where it's like you're you're thrown into watching these people's lives for a couple of days. But those are the kind of movies that win Oscars. I mean, look at Room. Room had background story to it. There was there was a story. There was an explanation to why they were in that room. There was an explanation to what happened in a quiet place. There was no explanation to where what happened to the world, where those creatures came from. Just there was no background. Oh, um, isn't that the one where the wife was pregnant? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that was a pretty good movie. I mean, it was, it was creative. Like it was creative. John was Krasinski good. did that. So. He he, that was he did a great job. That movie, I really liked it. Like, no, nah, I don't even want to say I'd be okay with that winning because Black Panther is up so win. I don't think so. It's gonna be nominated. It's gonna be nominated for Picture of the Year. I yeah. think. So, um, we just went and seen Ken. Ken, very good movie. Very good movie. Yeah. So if you have not seen Ken, highly recommend going and seeing it. We're not gonna do spoilers okay. on it because it's still fairly new. And I feel like it has not really picked up steam. The way it should. Yeah, the way it should. But there is a cameo at the end of that movie from someone who I didn't know was in the movie. Like, legit. Even I was jaw open. Just. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it honestly, I mean, it took the, the first, the first act of the movie, it took a minute, like. To pick okay, up. Okay, yeah. 
the second act was kind of long. Like, you get to that point where you're like, okay, how are we going to wrap this movie up? Like, I've really, right. really seen it like, how is this about to wrap? Because I'm really wondering that. But the third act was like, okay, we're here. I like it. I appreciate stuff's it. Stuff's happening. Yeah, stuff's happening. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff is happening. <laughs> All your answers. <laughs> yes. Are now here. So, I really want a sequel. I really hope they do a sequel. I want to see a sequel. Just because, I don't know. Like, I just, it felt, again, like one of those movies where it was kind of just rushed. Like, at the end, like, I felt like the ending was rushed. The ending the little, little The little wrap-up. It was just like, okay, huge explanation to all of this. Even, and then it's a little predictable. Uh, I mean, like, like, uh, the Netflix movie. Extinction? Extinction. Yeah, Extinction. I, maybe that's just my thing. So, it was, it, it. Yeah, very similar to how Extinction, Extinction was. Um, went and seen Peppermint as well the other day. I know y'all haven't seen it. Um, but that also, too, was one of those movies where, first off, in the preview, they tell you it's made by the same people who made Taken. Right. So, we already know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> anything made by the same people who made Taken, we know where this is going. And, we know the effects. We know the shots. Yeah, we, we, we know. But... Uh, it was still a good movie. Like it was still very watchable. It, it was a good action movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but it was a bit predictable. I don't. It's. It's. I feel like right now it's probably hard for people to make movies that aren't predictable. I feel like we're so uh, desensitized to so much now that it's. It. I. Mm, I don't know the last time I, I watched a movie where I didn't know what was coming. Like, or I couldn't guess. I think that's my problem. I feel like I'm just jaded at this point. Like, it's like, I'm tired of all these movies that it's like, I can, I, I'm guessing the ending before the ending, and then it happens, and it's just like, oh, okay, well. But you're still enjoying them, though, right? Or are you? I don't know, no. Like, it's like I'm enjoying <laughs> them, but it's like, okay. It, it just takes it away. It takes a little piece away from it. The ending of Ken, I didn't expect it. I wasn't expecting all of that. I was starting to think. No, I honestly no. I I didn't really expect all. I didn't expect the exact ending because I was like I didn't realize it was gonna be that much sci-fi. Like clearly it right. was sci-fi mm-hmm. um, because there seems like there were aliens involved, uh, but I didn't expect it to take. I I thought it was gonna be aliens. Right. <laughs> I didn't expect it to take the kind of twist that it did at the end. So I mean that was that was I was still a little surprised. Like I was like okay. Not bad. Yeah. I feel like with movies now, it's like they do these scenes where it's like they're hints, but it's not really hints anymore. They're kind of yeah. just like, it, it just gives it away. Because mm-hmm. like, no spoilers, but the scene where his brother had the gun. Oh, and then um, I, he I, had the gun. Yeah. When, when his brother couldn't use when it. His brother couldn't use it I, I just knew. I knew right away. I was yeah, like, okay, that yeah. Was, that was a part. It almost felt like. Never mind. I was gonna say <laughs> like, right, a comic. Well, you mean like or a comic something? book? Yeah. Like. No, I think it definitely played on it, and being with who was in it, and knowing that person's background to nerdism, mm-hmm. it probably—I I wouldn't be surprised if Ken was a comic book or it becomes one. I—I I mean, he definitely right. played like one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <sighs> Fuck, I don't want to say. I don't want to reference something else because I feel like that's going to give away things. But there are comic books out there that 
are on their are making their way to movies. You've got thing or indie a lot of indie comics um, are making their way towards movies. You got like Raising Dion's being made into a Netflix. Yeah, so things like that. I mean, that's gonna be semi. I'm not semi produced. I mean, it's a comic book. We've I read yeah. Raising Dion when it was first released. Um, when they put it online, it was awesome. So I'm so glad it is coming to fruition because it was it's a great story. But so, moving away from Ken. Before we start spoiling. Yeah, before it's getting really hard not to. So, I feel like it's just hard to speak about these movies without spoiling them at this point. This, this, this takes. Without it just being like, okay, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, check it out. It's, it's worth making the trip to the movies to see. Uh, so, back on the, on the topic of Peppermint. I need Jim Garner in the MCU. Since Ben Affleck is over there, you know, doing what he's doing with Batman. Although I like him as Batman. I'm okay with him yeah, as Batman. Yeah, I, I prefer him. I think he's my favorite Batman. Over Christian Bale? I like, I like dark Batman. I like dark Batman. So are you saying Affleck's darker than Bale? Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, he's a I real mean, life darker. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's like Ben Affleck as an actor himself is just more. Yeah. I am, I'm an Affleck fan I've always loved Ben eh, yeah, whatever I I was one of the random weird people who actually liked Geely so whatever but um, you know he's, he's going through what he's going through so now he's going to rehab I don't know how that's going to affect any kind of shooting schedules obviously he needs to take care of himself that's first and foremost you yeah. gotta you gotta be well he's got kids now like it's it's time to grow up. I don't even want to say grow up. It's just time to take a step and take care of yourself. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get healed because you gotta you gotta craft like you got a talent that could possibly just be like wasted. I mean Lindsay Lohan was on the way. Like I still feel like we were cheated out of a great actress. a great actress because of the shit that you know she did like I feel like she was on her fucking way. And gone but um anyway back to Jennifer Garner we could have so. had Lindsay Lohan instead of Emma Roberts <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> we could have both <laughs> oh man there would have been no need for Emma Roberts <laughs> I don't do my girl Emma Roberts like that <laughs> I would have ra- much rather seen Lindsay Lohan as Madison Montgomery than Emma Roberts that as Madison role. Montgomery that, that's yeah. what yes Okay. Imagine her delivering the. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. But anyway, said all that to say, Jennifer Garner needs to be in the MC. <laughs> First off, she kicked ass in Peppermint. Like I have not seen this. We've not seen this Jennifer Garner since Electra. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't she play Electra? Yes. And I liked Electra. It was good. So, yeah, I, I'm ready to see her back in the MCU. So. With that being said, typecast. Who would you or who would you cast her as? I now think she could play Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Uh, I just I don't have any feelings about Sue Storm. I don't care about the Fantastic Four. I, I know, and being as neither do I. But I'm trying to like like I'm trying to care. I'm trying to get myself to care. I'm trying to fit her so, in somewhere. If you cast Jennifer Gardner as Sue. And we get John Krasinski as Reed. A blonde Jennifer Gardner. She could die, right? Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't think Jennifer I like a blonde. Gardner. We just make two a brunette. What the fuck ever? Hair dye, shit happens. 
You know, she ain't got to be a blonde. What is, what's her face up? No, because Storm. I feel like the blonde. last two suits have not been blonde. Yes, they have. In the Jessica, movies? Jessica Buell. Or Jessica Alba. Alba. Would Jessica you? Alba. See, and that was what's wrong with that part. That was that role. Jessica Alba should not be a blonde. Um, I think I like her blonde. I, I thought don't. she was naturally blonde. No, that I, I don't. She's not a natural blonde. Uh, <laughs> but in the last one with uh, Michael B. Jordan. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch it? No, I did not watch like, it. Like the I watched the trailer. on the plane who actually liked that movie. <laughs> because we've seen like five Fantastic Fours, no one else wanted another. Like just watch, like just watching the trailer. I think it was the dude that they had playing Reed is the reason I didn't because I, I I don't, don't care, care for him. Yeah, I don't I care. Don't for him. Care. I didn't care for him as Reed, but then I don't like Reed, so it was like you're just further making me not like this character. Um, yeah, he annoys me too. Mm, it's just something about his face. He, cause you know what it is, is because he plays that bad young white kid yeah. so well you start to be like everything you just see him in it just reminds you of that like yeah that like awkward nerdy wannabe edgy teenage white kid wasn't like, he in divergent was he the dude was, was i didn't watch divergent really how what was you doing like where were I you know. I, 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 have I, you not have you watched any of the series no. You've seen Maze Runner. I've seen the Maze. I only watched Maze Runner has nothing to do with Divergent. I know. <laughs> it's those type of movies. Like the, that genre of movies where it was like Hunger Games, Divergent, um, the Maze Runner. I feel like the only one I could actually get into was the Hunger Games. And then they let me down with the last one. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And then the Maze Runner didn't really keep my attention. I didn't even watch the really? second Maze Runner. I only watched the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Supposed to be making a third one. I'm pretty sure because the way the second one ended. But yeah, it's a whole series of books. But it's okay. like it, it, I think it's, I don't know. I'm just tired of them doing books that I loved as a kid or as a kid. Um. <laughs> you can say that now. <laughs> You're technically yeah, an adult. You're sad. I can say that now. <laughs> Oh, back funny. when I was a kid. Anyway, <laughs> elementary school all those years ago. Back to Jim Garner in the MCU. <laughs> uh, you know who I would also take her as, though? If we don't get her, if we can't have her as Sue, I would take her as Jean Grey. If you see Peppermint, I will take... Now, Fomka Jemsen, I feel like, can we just get Fomka back as Jean? Just because I love fucking Fomka Jemsen. Like, I... Fomka Jemsen's the one from the original X-Men, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I, yeah, I'll I love too. her. Like, she... Yeah, I love her. So, I would just prefer her to just come back. But if she can't... Even though, I mean, let's be real, her portrayal of Jean, there wasn't a lot of depth... There wasn't a lot of depth to any of the characters in any of those X-Men movies. Yeah, but, but she did a good. great job as Jean. Yeah, I liked her as Jean. But... Keeping in par with what we have now in the MCU, like the caliber of depth, mm-hmm. I could take I could Jen see. Garner as as Jean because she she's very likable, she's very charismatic, and Jean had that super friendly. Everybody loved Jean. Like mm-hmm. Jean was everybody wanted to be around her. She was just you know she was caring, she was nice, she was kind. Like she everyone, like the matriarch of the X Men. Yes. Um, and Jen Garner is like, like when she smiles, like she has that smile and that laugh, and but she can whoop ass, like 
Yeah, so it's like oh. she could, it could translate into a Dark Phoenix. We could get a Dark yes. Phoenix with Jen Garner. Oh my god, we could so get a fucking Dark Phoenix with Jen Garner. Like, okay, I can accept that. Watching her in Peppermint, like, I, I'm gonna speak this shit into existence. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we found our Jeep Grey. We can make that happen. Age is right, like, everything, it just fits if we're gonna get the X-Men. So, I'm Team Jen Garner for, for that. Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yes, we got our first looks at Captain Marvel this weekend. Yo, we got confirmation that Spectrum is gonna be, like... Yes. Uh, that's all I wanted. All I have wanted was confirmation of Spectrum. And we have it because her mother, Maria, is in the movie! We... I don't want to be the killjoy that kills your dreams. First off. But we got to remember, we got to remember how they did, how they did Miles Morales in Spider-Man. They they had old dude as his uncle. We're getting a Miles animated, we're getting a Miles animated movie. Animated. Miles will be, when we get to the Young Avengers, which is going to happen, whether it be the Young Avengers, because we're going to see on screen, at some point, the culmination of Camilla Khan, Miles Morales... Sue and Reed's kids, we're gonna see that. That's gonna happen. We're, we're gonna get that. That Camilla, like we're gonna we're gonna see that that young group of stars. I think them having cloak and dagger cast at the age group, you know that they are that they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna fit with that. So I think that that will inevitably happen, especially since the way they came together in the comics when. They weren't vibing and feeling the way that Carol, like Camilla did, wasn't feeling the way Carol was handling shit. Mm -hmm. Like, they weren't really vibing with that. So, that's why they're like, nah, we're going to kind of just, we're going to do our own thing. Like, we know it needs to be done in our towns. Like, so, we're going to step up. So, I could see that that would play well on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We were talking about how, uh, Oh, yeah. So, Spectrum. Spectrum and Black Panther will... I'm totally just fucking, you know, same <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're gonna do this, Marvel. Um, <laughs> Spectrum and Black Panther will, you know, help mentor that. I hope so. I yeah, I just wanna, I want a fresh line of just the new young superheroes. I think it's time for that for live action like movies with the young superheroes, like other than Spider Man or okay, Peter Parker, Spider Man. We don't have many young superheroes in the Marvel universe, at least. Yeah, you know, this is, that is my issue with the way we've taken this, which is why I'm hoping we get the multiverse, because we need an older Peter Parker. Like, I love Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I love that kid. But I do need an older Spidey. Like, that's the one. It's the time for it. Like. Yeah. We need a more seasoned. I'm ready to see a more, and that's why this game I think is gonna is doing so well, and people are gonna thoroughly enjoy the game because we have that renew your vows, Spider Man, like that Peter seasoned Peter who is comfortable in his skin and his who he is, and he's doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that on the big screen. I don't want the shy Tobey Maguire. You know, I don't. I don't know, clinging on to Iron Man. Yeah, you know, I can I can say that Iron Man and Peter Parker's relationship is one of my favorite in the MCU right now. Mine too. Oh my god, that shit made me cry again watching it the other day. I was just like, 
this is so sad. <laughs> like, it was so sad again. Oh, man, this is devastating. That just hurt my heart. And yeah, and I feel like after we were talking about that, weren't we talking about the, um, I believe we were talking about the multi, no, you were talking about Iron Man and Cap dying. One oh, of the yeah. died for the story. So, uh, yeah. I feel like we can't get older Spider-Man unless Iron Man goes. Because I feel like that would just throw off that whole it would. dynamic. That's, and that's why we need to, you know, transition out some of these people that, which is going to happen because contracts are up, people are, you know, done. Unless... Chris Evans signs a secret deal at the last minute. Just don't tell nobody. Like, if they were able to keep that shit under wraps, that would be amazing. But I do think, truly, in order to propel this forward, Cap, unfortunately, has to go. Like, we have to, we have to, we have to do it. It has to happen. So, I think Iron Man's gonna die in the movie. And then Cap is going to sacrifice himself to bring him back because Pepper is gonna be pregnant. Like, we're going to find out that Pepper's actually pregnant. So, that's what's going to make Cap be like, oh, yeah, you know, Tony's got going to have a family. It's going to be, no, he's going to use that line. Because it's going to be the same line that he told Vision when he was like, we don't trade lives. He's going to be like, I guess we do trade lives. Or it's our turn <laughs> to trade lives or something like that. And then he's going to, like, use the Infinity Gauntlet and not be able to control the power. And he's going to die bringing Tony back to life with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, he's going to turn to, like, spontaneously start aging. He's going to be, like, rapidly aged Cap. Like, he's not just going to die. We're just going to get a rapidly aged Cap. And he's going to get to die of old age. And like gonna, Dorian Gray. Yeah, and then they're going to like bury him next to Agent Carter. The end. She's <laughs> alive. She's dead. Oh, oh, okay, it's Agent <laughs> Carter. I was thinking about the dude. Uh, no, no, no. Agent Carter. She passed. So, yeah, him and Peggy. Yeah, I feel like if he Peggy. dies, we'll get that scene. We'll get that scene with him finally getting that dance with Peggy. Oh, my God. Like, that would be so fucking heart-crushing. Oh, my God. I want to see this. <laughs> we need to, why are we writing for Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be, I would be okay with that. I mean, it would probably be a little cheesy, but I would be okay with that. I don't cheese. think it'd be cheesy. I think that'd be the ending that Cap deserves. To watch Cap, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking comic book, so I, yeah, we could, you could justify seeing a post-mortem Captain America being greeted by Peggy and... Because it could be kind of like the scene where Thanos... Was with baby Gamora. True. Very true. After he snapped and he got, he used the Infinity Gauntlet all at once. Where are you going? To sleep. <laughs> okay, so Cynthia has taken her leave for the evening. We are recording this, like, a little later in the evening, so she was up all day. But anyways, so back to the Infinity Gauntlet situation. Yeah, I could see it being a scene like how when Thanos used the gauntlet... He snapped, and he went, and he got to see baby Gamora, and they had that conversation. I could see Cap using the gauntlet to snap, him seeing Peggy, them having their dance, and then it flashing to him, it deteriorate Or, like, him aging, or deteriorating. Like, basically, like, sacrificing himself. Yeah, Cap just needs to have his, his happy ending. So, um, that's probably what will happen. And I'm okay with it because we honestly, we I mean, we we need it to be able to really propel this story forward anymore. I just hope we don't kill Thanos. Like I will, I will be upset if Thanos actually dies. We need to just, and he, Thanos just needs to be that lingering that he just threat. leaves on his own accord. Yeah, like shit goes wire. You know, Array he's losing or whatever, and then damn it, damn you, Avengers, and he bounces and. 
but he's that lingering th- threat that we, you know, always have to, to worry about coming back. Mm-hmm. And Thanos will return <laughs> at some point. Yeah. When he regroups. So. Because, I mean, at this point, he has lost everybody. He lost the children of Thanos completely. So. Yeah. I, that was that one thing I didn't like about Infinity War. I'm like, this was just happened too quick. So, I'm thinking maybe when everything gets reversed, they will also be back. Like, that's. That's still on that fence of who's coming back. Like, is it just the people who turn to dust? Or will we actually legitimately just get a time travel where we're going back to a certain point so that that means everybody will still be alive? Type situation. Like, are we doing time travel or are we just bringing niggas out of the soul stone? Like, what are we doing? So, that's going to be the interesting thing to see which route that takes. I feel like with the time travel, it's just at what point do you go back? Because it's like, if you couldn't stop him the first time around, what's stopping him now? Unless they're they're going back and they're killing him immediately. Like, they're going back in time, arrow to the neck. Like, when he's <laughs> taking out the Asgardians. Thor takes that sword to the dome. But if you do that, then I feel like that would just also affect too much. Like... I don't know. I, I don't like this. I don't like the the idea of time traveling necessarily to to fix things because if that's the case then why didn't Doctor Strange out the gate just use the time stone like when he when he Thanos first appeared in New York let's not talk about Doctor Useless my <laughs> dude had the most powerful time stone literally could have done anything <laughs> anything and did nothing <laughs> like my first react my initial reaction if I was in control of the time stone would have been rewind to about 15 minutes earlier and get the fuck out of Dodge. Like, whoa, we need to get up out of here because this should... I would have went back in time when the mall was torturing him before he got kidnapped. Like, he literally has the out to everything. There's no reason for Doctor Strange to be in any type of disarray. Yeah. He's a little trigger shy when it comes to that their uh, time stone. But, I mean, that's it's a tricky thing to deal with, but I feel like when they stepped outside the sanctum and all hell was breaking loose, that would have been that moment where I'd been like, hold on. We, let's, let's wrap this back an hour. And then, okay, this shit is coming. We let's need prepare. to, like, let's prepare or let's get our thoughts together. Like, the fact that that didn't at least happen. Yeah. Because honestly, he could have went back and if he, well, I guess that would require him knowing everything because he would have had to known at what point Thanos was coming back? Like when Thanos took the um, what's it called the thing from Loki, the Tesseract from Loki. Well, I'm not saying like go back that far. I'm just saying like before he came in, a natural fear reaction, like would have been to go back at least an hour. Yeah, I'm not talking about like days or months and try to figure out. Like I'm not in. I wouldn't initially be like okay wait when do I need like I need to go back three months and figure out how to stop this no I just need to go back an hour and and breathe a minute like but uh, I don't have a time stone (laughs) so so they didn't give it to me (laughs) but uh, yeah Captain Marvel is coming together amazingly it looks it's looking more it looks it's just looking better and better and I'm getting more and more excited for it um we see the scroll we get we're seeing it that that is happening like we're getting that um we're getting that tie-in with guardians from the original guardians Mm -hmm. like 
Sylvester Stallone original Guardians. Huh? Like, because Sylvester Stallone is in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in the he's in the MCU. No, well, I'm talking about the dude who we were talking about who was trying to get the stone in the first Guardians. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he's in one of the uh, one of the trailers. He's in the pic- one of the pictures. The pictures, yeah. trailer. He was in one of the pictures. So we are getting that connection to, to him. The other stories, and possibly Thanos. Then, yeah, there will definitely be a that. So I'm 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 interested. I just I'm so excited. To see Maria Rambo on screen, I to see Spectrum. Like obviously, she's going to be younger at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's in the nineties, we're thinking like probably early teenager. Uh, she's not going to be super young, she, but she's probably going to be like a early teen in this movie. So that's going to be amazing to to see that. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that to happen. I feel like this is this gonna be. A, I I just want to know if this is gonna be a more serious movie. I feel so. I feel like it's going to be reminiscent of the first Captain America. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, with Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. As yeah, as Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it'll it'll play more like that, not as comedic as what we've gotten with like Thor and Guardians yeah. and and those movies as of late. So. I think it'll be a little, a little more serious, which I'm okay with. I mean, we we need. I think the movies that need to be funny have have, have been funny. Yeah, have learned to be funny. Thor, <laughs> <laughs> and that served him well because, oh, when he dropped down with that beard and that haircut <laughs> and his bring me Thanos, I was like, yo, Thor has arrived. Like this is the Thor we have been waiting. Like, this is the motherfucking son of Odin. Like, yeah. Like, this uh, is who we've been waiting to see this entire time. Yes. And I've only had to wait, what, 10 movies (laughs) to get the Thor I've been waiting for. (laughs) And I'm okay with him not having the flowing locks. I like. I like short hair, Chris. I like. Is Chris Hemsworth? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay with that as well. Bearded Thor. Yeah. And him with uh, Groot. Yeah. And Groot and Rocket. Yeah. That's... The trio we never knew we needed. But yes. we needed. Yes, for real. Like, I didn't realize how much I wanted that. And now that I have it, I just don't ever want it to go away. <laughs> we can't talk about Groot right now. <laughs> that that was, that was that was the scene that took me out of, like, when everyone was disappearing. It was between that and then when Black Panther just disappeared right before Okoye's eyes. Mm, the hurt in Okoye's face. Like, Okoye is going to fuck some shit up in this next movie. Like, she is going to murk people. And I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Like, (laughs) I just need to see Okoye out here in these streets. Like. Just murking. Kicking ass and taking names. We still need an Okoye movie. Like. Oh, my God. Yes. Especially, you know, and it's coming off of the Wakanda Forever comic books. Mm Mm-hmm. I just need more Okoye kicking ass on the big screen. Like, I just... She is that bitch. Like, I don't need a damn Black Widow movie. Like, (laughs) no one needs a Black Widow movie. Only met one person who ever said, Black (laughs) Widow's my favorite. (laughs) I'm not even going to mention that right now. (laughs) Because I was tripping. Um, 
And he was dead serious, though, too. <laughs> the shame, shame. For real. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, Koye, that, that hurt. And that's why I think it's going to be important as to where this movie starts at when it starts. It's got to be another three-hour movie. Like, we're going to have to have another three hours, and now I'm ready to sit through it. Like, <laughs> you make it four hours. I'll pack snacks. Basically, like, we can have an intermission. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, yeah, I need it. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Do that shit like, um, how long was the Green Mile? That was like three hours, right? Yeah, it's a pretty long movie, yeah. Because that was back when they put it on two different discs. Titanic was long as fuck. We made it through Titanic. I've never made it through Titanic. I made it through Titanic in the movie theater when that thing came out. So, we can do this. Yes, people <laughs> will sit through a three, like, three and a half, four hour long Marvel movie. Movie theaters are so comfortable these days. Got them reclining seats. I am good. Get you a little meal. You're perfectly fine. Uh, a few drinks. Good. Okay, so, uh, anything else in the MCU going on that we need to discuss? Working through that Captain America comic book series, it's not the MCU, but it's Marvel, so I'm just phasing the comic books. Uh, the Captain America series, I'm liking it. Like, I. Which like Captain it. America is it? This new run being written by Tanahasi Coates. It's on issue three. Just came out last week. Um,. I like it. I like where it's going. I like this cap. Um, I need to go back because I did not read the series where we had the quotations Captain America who was bad, like the evil cap who was uh, really a Nazi. Mm. (laughs) Uh, I need to go back and check that because I mean it picks up and it feeds off of that storyline. Yeah. Um, basically undoing the real cap having to undo all of that um, and coming back to the world post that cap like the world had to deal with Captain America being a Nazi yeah like that was crazy so him having to come back and rebuild that trust and clean that up that's not that's not just going to be some easy overnight task and 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 they're not writing it as that so I think I just got to sit down and read it. Because I feel Captain America has always been one of those characters. And again, it could just be me and my pessimism. I just, I'm not here for the whole, the power of friendship will get us through all. Or, you know. You don't like Captain Planet? (laughs) 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 What's it be for Captain Planet? (laughs) That's what I feel like that was. I think it was a shot at Captain Planet. It's just like I'm just not here for it. Like I'm like if I want superheroes, I need I need I need more action. I need I don't know. Maybe it's just that's the only thing that's been keeping me towards DC is just the darkness of it. Should I say? Speaking of which, so I picked up this new comic called Cover, and it's part of this series under Jinx World that Michael Bendis is doing. Um, He's written for Marvel, DC. I think mainly like DC right now. Um, but this Jinx World set, and I think I'm gonna end up having to go back and pick up Scarlet and um, the United States of Murder Inc. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get that too because just the little snippet I read in that Jinx World three part little thing they put out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this I want to read. 
I want to see this movie. Like, I want to see... Because United States of Murder, Inc. is uh, basically like if the mafia and the mob was still running shit in the U.S. Mm. Type of thing. So it's got like a real gangster kind of feel to it. Like, it's, it's amazing. Um, but cover. <laughs> uh, I did pick up the actual episode one, issue one, of cover. And it is... The meeting of espionage and spy work and nerdism. Like, there's a comic book writer who ends up, you know, being, like, has his run-in with this undercover agent. And it's like, she's almost recruiting him to do something. It's like, you're not sure if she was trying to recruit him or if she's trying to kill him. Like, at first, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, t- I'm flipping these pages and I'm like, yeah, was she about to shoot this dude in the head? Like... <laughs> Is he going to die at Comic Con? Like, <laughs> you know, she comes up on him at a convention and she like buys all his work, and he's just like, "Yo, is this shit really happening?" And I just like really sell all these prints. So it's is that. And at first, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I was looking at it and I'm like, I don't know if I like this style of artwork necessarily, but it starts off monotone as far as color wise goes, but then the watercolor picks up deeper into the comic so we actually start to get color in mm-hmm. it and then I realized I like watercolor comics like it's very pretty like I it's pleasing to the eye it is very pleasing to the eye <laughs> so I was like, okay. I like my comic books aesthetically pleasing yeah I, I, truthfully real talk like it has to be aesthetically pleasing because I'm not gonna name something that I just read that I don't really care I didn't really care for the artwork and it made it hard for me to read the comic because I'm like, I don't like the way this looks. I feel you. I feel that way about certain animes, too. Like, if it's not drawn a certain way or animated a certain way, I can't sit there and watch yeah, it. Yeah, and it's it's disappointing. And it sucks because, I mean, that's the medium. It's the art and the story. And, I mean, you can read you read books. There's no art. There's no pictures. I mean, at 36 or 35, I'm not reading picture books <laughs> for the most part. Um, so, you know, you read a book you can create your own visuals but when it comes to comics if you don't if you're not if you don't like the art style then it's even if it has a good ass story it can be a struggle to so, get through it yeah to get through it and i had to struggle through something because i wasn't really feeling the art but i committed and i made it through <laughs> uh, but yeah so and that is probably actually um, see a cover number one. I'm interested to see what's going to happen in two. I'm gonna need a little more action. I'm hoping there's a little more action in two. Not as much talking. Yeah, not. I mean, the uh, issue one was definitely the kind of intro and build up. Um, I'm I'm, in, I'm hoping it kicks up a little more in two, which it probably will. But it seems like these three books kind of balance each other out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I I like this Jinx World thing. I like, you know, what Michael Mendes is doing with it. So, I'm going to check. I like Scarlet is another one that, like, visually the artwork is is pretty great. Like, that, I, I actually really like that style. Like, I didn't realize how much I liked the visual in Scarlet. And I don't know who the artist was because this was not on the topic to talk about. So, I'm not about to run and go grab the book either. Um, but check it out. So, if you're not familiar with Jinx World... 
look it up. Get familiar. Get familiar. Um, definitely some some good reads in there. If you want a little something different, you know, they, it's more along graphic novels, um, but they're not like super thick form. Uh, they're good. So there's that. Anything else in comics? What else did I pick up this week? Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Annual. Number one. Uh, Is this a new run? New storyline? We get to see... It's Miles. Um, Yeah. So we get to see a little more backstory about things we didn't know about Miles. Like we... They show this old suit that he... Like when he first realized he had powers and was doing stuff. This outfit that he was wearing that we've never seen before mm-hmm. so we're starting to get more it give, I'm hoping this series is going to just kind of give us more little back things about Miles that we never knew and that we hadn't seen because it was like we've never seen this little random suit he created and it was, yeah. it was nice cute. Snippets. so I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get more of that um, as well I love Miles I like I am a Miles Morales fan I'm for it. You say you put your uh, favorite Spider-Man, <laughs> or let's say rendition of the <laughs> Spideyverse. Uh, so this is this is Gwenpool included. Okay, Gwenpool is not in my top. <laughs> it's not in my top five. <laughs> I mean, I I like Spider Gwen, but hey, yeah, it was enjoyable, but. I mean, that's not, like, my top five Spideys, so. But Miles might be, he might be, like, two or three for me. Okay. So, I mean, I a classic is a classic. Like, Peter is my dog. So, Spider-Man is legitimately my favorite superhero. So, the growth of Peter Parker and getting to see him in different things like renew your vows peter might be my yeah i'll say that's my favorite um, peter yeah so um but yeah so guess that does it for comics comics? yeah week um yeah you know what the fan uh for all nerd show has a great hashtag comics are copped um definitely check it out if you need some new ideas of things you're trying to read a lot of people, you know, share their comic books there, and um, it's a great way to find new stuff. I always encourage people, like, if you are just, if you normally read, or you're so used to these things, check out something new. Like, find, seek out something different. Yeah, branch out. Broaden your horizons. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you spend $3 on a book that you didn't particularly care for, and you just don't buy it anymore, donate it. Shit, sell it back. You can take it back. Like, you can go trade comic books. Yeah, a lot of comic book stores do buy back <laughs> So, you know, you don't, you don't, have, you don't, there's not a commitment to it if you just don't feel it, but it's nice to try to, I like, I enjoy trying to find new stuff out of the, out of my normal comfort zone. I'm, I'm ready for the, that, uh, Three Joker series. I haven't seen anything on that yet. Oh, girl. Um, you need to look it up. You need to Google it. That's yes, going to be I good. I feel like I've been kind of behind on my comic books. Um, that's going to be good. And, of course, we're waiting for Ironheart. Ruby Williams. Yes. 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 Um, it's It's been said, and again, firmly believe at this point, we have been asking for 
begging for representation in comics to be done properly and we are they have Marvel has literally given us exactly what the fuck we have wanted mm-hmm. a black female superhero from Chicago written by a black woman from, from Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> so <laughs> she's not new to this game she's been writing and doing stuff for a minute so support e-viewing buy it as it prints do not wait for the trades buy it now read it buy it and give it away like <laughs> donate it to a school like support support the best you can yes and cause we can't we can't keep we can't be given stuff like this that we've been asking for and, and then not support it. it and then get pissy and say oh we don't have we're not represented we don't get things well you got something and you didn't fucking support it so do it Invincible Iron Man Iron Heart's coming out there, I don't, there don't think there's a release date yet because when I was asking like hey I asked the comic, dude, the comic book shop I was like so you got a release date on that and can I add it to my polls and he said nothing was coming up for it yet so it's still hella early but I realized that uh, Captain America was announced back in like January but didn't drop till July 4th so it might just be we got, we got some time yeah. left so yeah feel free to let us know what you're reading what you know if you have some suggestions of things that maybe we should check out some new comics we're always open let me hear what you guys gotta say yeah for sure um so finally our last topic is just things that have been going on in the culture this week yes for the culture for the culture first off and for foremost nike and colin kaepernick I'm not watching football. You're not watching football? <laughs> I'm not watching. I'm not supporting the NFL. I've been saying it. And I firmly will continue that stance. Um, definitely stand with, with Cap. And <laughs> Cap. Yeah. All the Caps are great. <laughs> I stand with both Caps. Like, Cap and Cap are just out here doing it. The real life Caps are just making it happen. But... That's awesome. Can we make Colin Gabriel Captain America? Can we? Can, yo, can we first off, if Nike makes him like a Captain America, like, can we do that? <laughs> Nike, get on it. <laughs> yo. They're not ready for the rednecks to start boycotting Marvel yet. <laughs> I mean, shit. Chris Evans is, is so outspoken on where he stands on things, though. So I think, yeah, I, I'm okay with it. Like, that would be so dope. I'm like, I really want to see that happen now. Like, Colin Kaepernick, like, don like a Captain America suit. Or, ooh, you know what would be really dope? If we got Colin Kaepernick with that cover of, um, oh, the variant, the hip-hop variant cover for... The Sam Wilson? The Sam Wilson cover? Yeah, okay, I can yeah, see that. That, that, that would be dope. Oh, my gosh. The Long Live ASAP uh, variant cover for Captain for, America, yeah, Sam, for Sam Wilson. Yeah, I'm here for it. You see that. <laughs> I'm gonna totally like at Colin Kaepernick that picture. I'm like, yo, you should do this. Make this happen, homie. Um, we're here for it. But uh, I think there's there's been just a lot of back and forth about whether Nike is capitalizing off of this and making money. I mean, which check you want? Like, people are gonna capitalize off of it. 
Would you rather support people that are capitalizing on trying to promote progression? That's how I feel about it. I feel like they're they're promoting progression. Yeah, you. We, there's got to be forward momentum. Somebody's got to stand up and say like, what these dudes are doing is right. Like they're trying to stop these injustices. They're trying to bring awareness, and this is a problem that needs a serious conversation mm-hmm. to be had. Not you can't. We can't keep blowing this shit off. We can't keep saying. Oh, support the blue line. It's not an attack on police. It's an attack on bad police. Yeah. Like, it's not... Again, this is not... It's not an attack on... It's not about being anti-white, pro-black. It's just pro-justice. Exactly. Like, people shouldn't fear the police. Like, that's so disheartening. Like, as an ex-MP, who became an MP because, like, I wanted... I generally wanted to, like, serve and protect. And, like, to... To know that my sons need to be cautious of what they do around cops, like, that is fucking sad for me. I'm sad about that, but on the same time, obviously, my son's lives. <laughs> like, yeah. when I walk out the door, I'm a black woman, first and foremost. Like, that's what you see. You don't see a veteran. You don't see an MP. You see a black woman. And sometimes, real talk, because I've seen some shit that some people have posted that I've served with, some of my friends... And sometimes I'm like, do y'all know y'all? Y'all know you're black, right? Like, I get. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I don't get black people that support Trump. I don't get Mexicans that support Trump. Like, okay, like, okay, you can support them all you want. Wear your little Make America Great Again hats all you want to, but that's not changing the fact you're black. Hello. And. Like, are y'all even allowed into the rallies? No. No, because black people went to the rallies, got spit on and got hit and shit. Um, but it's like when you walk out your door, you're not, you know, you're not a cop, you're not a soldier, you're not the, you're not these titles. Like you, first and foremost, are a black man or you're a black woman. Like that's what that's what the world sees when they see you now. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you get to know a person and you find out there's so much more than just what you visually see. But the reality is that's that's what people see. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what you, you are, are at the end of the day. So for people to keep saying, oh, well, I don't see color. And, you know, there's no... Those people who say that shouldn't even want to punch me in the throat. Like, I... That was part of the reason why I was like, I'm just sitting this football season out. Because if I, like, if I see one more Giants player say that I don't see color bullshit, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Like, that was pissing me off so much because it was coming from Giants players. I'm just like, oh, why is it got to be my team that's ignorant? Like, <laughs> why? I'm about to become a Dolphins fan. Those dudes get it. <laughs> a couple of them anyway. <laughs> so, like, ugh. I unfollowed every Giants player that I was following on social media because it was it was nerve-wracking. It's like, you... It's like, why do y'all have to be the ones to say it? Yeah. You're like, shut up. Don't say nothing. <laughs> like, it's okay to just be quiet. Win a couple more games first. Mm, for real. Uh, <laughs> but it's... Yeah, when you are in a position of privilege and being a white male, that white privilege is legitimately... That's a thing. And if you don't think it's a thing, then you are sadly mistaken... Shout out to the white men out there who know that that is a privilege, who recognize that, 
and to use their voices to bring attention to wrongs and injustice. Because I have a couple friends who are doing that and who have done that. And every time I hear them post something, I'm like, I want to repost them. Like, this was posted by a white man. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to say that. But like, yeah, that's like, it's just, that's the reality of it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they know. What, what are the rest of y'all missing? Like, if, if these guys who've, you know, they don't have to have been, you know, abused by cops but they get it's a fucking problem so yeah like they see that it's wrong they can acknowledge that something's not right so my point or at this point the way i see it is if you are in a thread or someone brings up a conversation and you still got people on your timelines or your mention saying well what's he even kneeling for first off if you don't know at this point what he's kneeling for you don't want to know simple google search could answer that shit years ago and first off he ain't even kneeling anymore because his ass ain't played football. Yeah, so he's not even on the team. Yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, he ain't been out here doing anything. Like, as far as, he ain't been kneeling in a minute. So, if you don't know what his message is, it's because you choose not to know. And if you're going to choose not to know, then please just choose to shut the fuck up. Like, stop speaking on things that you're not going to educate yourself on. Yes. Like, if you genuinely just don't care to know you don't care about the cause you don't care about the plight of young black people black and brown people being abused by cops if you just don't give a fuck about them shut the fuck up. like just don't don't put your two cents where it's not needed exactly it's going much business uh, but yeah or just say you don't care like stop trying to sit here and say it has anything to do with veterans or being unpatriotic because last time I checked it wasn't patriotic to you know abuse citizens and you know take their rights from them and that's not what this country was founded on so it's pretty unpatriotic to just sit back and say that we're okay with members of this country being victimized and or mistreated that to yeah, me is way more that's more unpatriotic than someone just taking a knee yeah, exactly so shout out to Nike <laughs> uh, for at least being willing to take a side of this mm-hmm. because I mean it, it is something that could cost them some money somewhere but I think at the end of the day Nike knows who's buying their product yeah Nike's not tripping yeah and they, all these all these Republicans and white people out here burning their shoes you're not hurting Nike at all first off you burning shit you already paid for <laughs> so <laughs> do with it what you will <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not in our stories we don't care <laughs> You're not out here burning down Nike factories. (laughs) I'm not promoting that or saying anyone should try it because you will probably be shot immediately. (laughs) But if you go pay $29.99 for your ugly ass Nikes that nobody fucking wants anyway and you burn them. You said $29.99. Wasn't nobody burning Jordans. (laughs) Like let's let's be real. They're not realizing how deep Nike gets into this. Yeah, Jordans are still Nikes. I've seen a post somebody posted up. Well, thank God, you know, I've got my Converse because I don't support Nike. Bitch, Converse is owned by Nike. Like, <laughs> do your homework before you say dumb shit. <laughs> like, like, do some research. But you still out here, you you still support Nike. Cause <laughs> Nike's still getting a chick. Exactly. Like, uh, that is, that's Nike, buddy. But it's just, it's, that's, it's, it's absurd. It is absolutely absurd. And I think it highlights such a dark, hateful part of this country 
that so that these people want to say doesn't exist, but it like no, it exists, and you're in it. Like you're part of it. You're mm-hmm. part of the problem. This hate that y'all saying doesn't exist. You're spewing it. Like it's coming out of your mouth. So yeah, and I, I'm a, I'm okay with the Nike situation. I mean, I don't buy Jordans. I mean, particularly like I don't spend a hundred and thirty dollars on sneakers. First, I've got four kids. Can't be doing that no damn way. <laughs> but comma. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we're we're a Converse household. I take that back. I actually have a pair of J's. Those <laughs> that, that where I didn't pay hundreds of dollars for them. No, I mean, I haven't got the joints on That's a nice ass sale. But <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm okay with it. I'm glad they took a stand. I, I think this ad is is pretty pretty dope. Uh, oh my god. So speaking of wrong players as well. So we watched the end of this tennis match. Uh, and hats off to Serena Williams because, Lord, I wanted her to start clapping her hands and pointing at people and to raise her voice. I wanted Compton Serena to come out <laughs> on the side of that motherfucking court. But she held it together. And I have seen people say shit, talking about some Serena's a sore loser. Nah, fuck that. Right is right and wrong is wrong. You're not going to come for my character. Unnecessarily. Where it's not it's not needed. <sighs> and then cost me a game over some bullshit. She had every right to be as angry as she fucking was when she was like when she was talking about ref. She to me kept it together very well because I would not have been able to. And to see the pain in her face like she wanted to cry like she wanted to mm, you just felt it and it was it was a struggle watching that. And then at the end, when the match was over, the young girl, when she won, like, I feel like the parent side of Serena came out because she knew, as angry as she was, this was still a moment for this young girl who was a fan of hers. Like, yeah. this girl said she started playing because of Serena. Like, this was someone that she looked up to. So she knew how important this moment was for her, despite how she was feeling. And when she told them, she's like, all right, no more booing. We, she we're gonna celebrate her moment like oh my god that almost had me in tears I was like I am not in a state to be watching this because I'm just gonna start crying myself so did that take her out of the US Open yeah it's over okay that was it that was the final that was the final yeah see I feel like at this point cause like while like it was sexism from the ref I believe they just didn't want to give Serena that win like right out of her pregnancy yeah, no, I feel like they, it's it's been very clear that they have been hating on Serena this whole tennis season section. I don't know what the fuck yes, tennis. I don't know how t- t- tennis runs. Yeah, but it's it's been real clear that like they've just been against her at every turn. And it's been blatantly outright from just from her over being over drug tested bullshit. Like... You, you've been coming at this woman who does nothing but want to play tennis. She brings nothing but a positive image to tennis. But because she's a black woman, y'all want to keep coming up trying to come for her neck and come for her character. And at every step, she just holds her head up and is unwavering. And God damn it, that is why she is the greatest athlete of all time. Exactly. Because, <laughs> man... I was waiting for that after press conference. I was like, yo, I, I needed for Serena to flip the switch. But she still had it together and she didn't. And, uh, yeah. 
that young girl Naomi like watching her afterwards when she was just like you know I'm glad that everyone watched thank you everybody for watching the match and I know you wanted her to win it was like she didn't even know what to say in that moment because it's like she knew she was almost sad you could tell she was like sad that she beat Serena almost like it was such a shitty position for her to have to be in and and she held she did very well for being so young and Mm -hmm. in that situation because that's a tough it's It'd be different if it was just a legitimate straight up win, but because there was so much controversy with your win, and you know that she was cheated, it's just like you feel fuck. guilty about yeah. winning. Yeah, and it sucks that she had to, that her win had to be like that. Yeah. So, uh, man, the day Serena and Venus sit the fuck down, tennis is a wrap. It's a wrap. They're going to lose so much fucking money. You know, see, that's not the real attention they get. Like, I don't care about any of these other people playing tennis. For real. Um. I don't know who else <laughs> plays tennis. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think if Serena had been playing anybody else but that young girl, she probably would have stopped playing. Because they said that her, like, her team was telling her to stop playing. They were like, just stop. Don't play no more sit the rest of this out like just stop playing call the game like call it now but because she was playing a young girl I think that's the only reason why she finished had it been like fucking Sharapova or anybody else she'd have been like man fuck this I'm done Just I'm laying my rack I'm done she would have just been off the court but so um yeah that's been an interesting week of things <laughs> to the list yes so that's about it for us that's, that's about all we got this week um, again, thanks for tuning in. Feel free to at us, hit us up on Twitter at House of Blurds. Let us know what you think about the. Oh, well, I mean, shit, you know, we we see what y'all think. Like we see what people think. Um, we know what y'all. Yeah, think. we see. We're out here. <laughs> but feel free to add us in some conversations you know. that you're having. Um, keep fighting a good fight. Like it's it's tiring to have to keep. It's tiring. It's fucking exhausting. So on that note, make sure that you are out here taking time for yourself. Self-care is a thing. It is. There's so much stress and shit going on in the world. But to have to keep defending yourself and trying to as fight a person. For, yes. And just trying to fight for yourself. Fight for your rights. Fight for the ability to just fucking breathe and exist. It's exhausting. And it sucks that we have to yes so make sure you take time out take care of yourself find things that you love and enjoy go for a walk play pokemon go yeah never feel bad for taking time to step away from something yes and caring for yourself yes sometimes you gotta shut fucking social media off like put it down walk away like just not comment like there's so much shit like i just i've had to stop myself from commenting like i would just say nothing and people be like oh you know we don't hear from you and you know i I, because i ain't got nothing nice to say so if I don't have nothing to say, I'm just not going to say nothing at all. <laughs> it's just best for me to be quiet. Because if I start letting it go, it might not stop. Um, and it's just not even worth it to just put more negativity out into the world. Yeah. Um, on that note, rest in peace to Mac Miller. Yes, rest in peace. Larry <laughs> Fisherman. If you know someone who is struggling with mental illness someone who's struggling with drugs people who are just struggling period reach out check on those people like you can't make someone go get help (laughs) (laughs) oh excuse me even if you know they need it 
and it sucks when you to see someone struggling and you don't know what to do you feel helpless there are numbers <laughs> oh, excuse me. there are support groups um you know if you gotta make a call for somebody and just say hey so I call these people and I talk to them and I definitely they can help you out like do that. Do that. Yeah. Don't don't just be like, oh, well, I can't make them call. Say something. Speak up. Let people know that you see that they're struggling and that you care. Because sometimes these pe- people, they don't think that anyone gives a shit. Like, they don't think anyone cares. They don't think anyone notices. And we, you need to let people know that you notice. Let them know that they matter. Let them know that they care. Like, let them know that this struggle or what they're fighting through right now is not going to always be the fucking struggle. Yeah, because sometimes people just want to know that they matter. Yes, that's that's really what it is. People need to know that they matter. So take some time out. Let people know that matter to you. Let them know that they matter. Uh, and if you're struggling through something, having a dark time, like this, shit, it it doesn't last forever. It does not last forever. It may feel like this shit lasts forever, but seasons change so take some time out take care of yourself be good to each other until next week we are house of blurs and that's all right